Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is Spencer Powell, and this is another edition of the Growth Series. Today, we're going to dive into HubSpot's uh, annual state of inbound marketing report. There were several things in there that I wanted to pull out. It's like a 45-page doc, and I am going to extract the highlights for you and, and then give you my commentary around some of those points. But some interesting things in there, basically what they try to do is uh, analyze trends around how the marketing landscape is shifting and changing and where marketers are investing their time and their dollars year over year. And so I've always found this uh, to be a super insightful and helpful report. And a lot of times it can open your eyes as to what's happening. I also find that uh, if you kind of follow, follow along these trends and work to start implementing them, you tend to be ahead of the curve because these are all the people that are like thinking about this, taking the survey proactively, working on it. And then you've kind of just got everybody that's just not paying attention or they think about marketing once a year when they put together their their plan and their budget and everything. And so anyway, with that being said, I'm going to kick things off with kind of their their opening summary of how things are, are moving along. And so they said the marketing strategy is changing. The number one way that companies are approaching marketing is social media, suggesting that personalized marketing and conversational marketing is the preferred approach. A rising goal is brand awareness. It's the number three overall marketing priority. And the primary reason companies are running campaigns, narrowly surpassing sales as a goal. Most marketers have an increased budget this year, 63%. So that's not an increase of 63%. That's 63% of marketers had an increased budget and plan to spend it on paid advertising, content creation, and software. And speaking of software, marketing is the largest business area using automation, with marketers using automation 76% more than sales and 139% more than finance. So go get a marketer's work smarter, not harder. You guys know I'm all about that. And then there was a nice quote from... Yamini Rangan, who is their chief customer officer, and she said, customer experience is the number one driver of growth. And this has been happening for a while. 2020 really accelerated trends in digital transformation and buyer-seller relationships, and there's no going back. So that's the opener. And now what I want to do is, is walk you through kind of a few, like I said, highlights, some things that stood out to me, and then I'll provide my commentary around those topics. So uh, the first one is around primary approach. So what is, the question is, what is your organization's primary approach to marketing? And almost 70% said social media. The next closest was 40% at SEO. Those were the top two primary approaches. I thought that was pretty interesting because in our space, in the remodeling, design build, custom home space, there is a heavy 
emphasis on social media and you can see it out there. You know, you can see brands participating and and starting to create more, more social. But still, when we look at the data, SEO is what drives the most customers. And, and I think, you know, for me, it always is what's the goal of the channel and, and what are we trying to accomplish? And for me, social media can be a, a nice amplifier of content and it can also be a great kind of branding tool. And I think that lines up with what, what this report kind of talked about at the beginning, which is brand awareness is a rising goal for a lot of companies right now. And I think people are starting to understand the long-term benefit of brand. And one of those is that it actually lowers your cost per lead over a really long time horizon. So if you've got a five, 10-year vision for your company and beyond, branding is a very worthwhile exercise to be doing today and consistently. So I think I think that's why part of the reason why we're seeing that that is such a, a primary approach for, for a lot of companies. Then kind of a, a follow-up there around what are the top marketing priorities for the next 12 months. Uh, still at the top there at uh, about a third uh, was generating more leads. And then next after that was increasing customer satisfaction. And then third was increasing brand awareness. Those were the top three focuses. And then what I want to do next is shift. They, they talked about the top channels used in marketing. So just over 80% was social media. And then right at 80% was website. So those were the top two, very neck and neck. And it was interesting because the year prior, website was the top channel used in marketing and social media edged that out. And my speculation on that is that there are a lot of businesses today that can just build a brand on social media. And if they're e-commerce based, uh, you can actually just sell right off the social channel, or you can use kind of these third-party platforms to just deliver your product or link people to to a, a way to sell without actually needing a website, which is kind of interesting. I don't think that as much applies to our industry. Well, I really don't think it, it applies. And I would say if you looked at the data for just our industry, website would would almost certainly be the top channel or at least above social media because there's companies that have a website that don't really use social. But pretty interesting to see. I think the, the big takeaway for me is that they're both neck and neck and they're both the top channels. And then after that, it was email marketing, content marketing and SEO, paid social, then uh, search ads. That'd be things like Google, Google ads. And then it drops off after that events and trade shows, Facebook Messenger, online groups, WhatsApp, and other. The big ones being social, paid social, website, paired with content marketing and SEO, and email marketing. So those were the top channels. And I find that that's, those are always the top channels in our mix as well. Whenever we're building a strategy plan for anybody in our industry, it's the website's the center. You're going to have a content and SEO strategy around that. Then you're going to have an email strategy and then a social strategy, and then often supplemented with paid search and paid social. That all is lining up and that makes a lot of sense to me. 
Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. Next up was how are you allocating your marketing budget in the next 12 months? And then a little bit around automation. And so in terms of allocation, it was pretty even spread 27% towards paid media, 26% to software, 26% to content creation, and then 17% to headcount. And then there was a question or uh, I should say a quote from Kieran Flanagan, who's the SVP of marketing over at HubSpot said, What are the most undervalued skills that the best marketers excel at? Number one, persuasion, which is copywriting and sales. And two is prioritization. So knowing when to say no to things and what to over-invest in. And then this is also where marketers are really leading the charge in terms of automation. When you look at sales, finance, and marketing, uh, marketers are using the most automation primarily for task management, content automation, and then chatbots being number three there. So let's get into uh, content strategy here. So content strategy is something that I think gets overlooked and we we see it a lot in in the remodeling space. And you, you basically, you see a lot of companies that just jump into writing blogs and they didn't actually take the time to do any research and build a real strategy around what are the projects I want to attract? What are the types of customers? And, and it ends up just being kind of a free-for-all of content centered around like anything I can think of that's connected to the industry, I'm going to start writing around that topic. And so this survey said that 82% of marketers use content marketing just in general, and 10% do not, and then 8% weren't sure. So that that was a little bit, a little bit funny. But the strategy piece being the most important here. And then within that strategy, they kind of broke down and said, what are the uh, forms of media? And this was actually uh, surprising. And it is video is number one. And it's not surprising in the sense that because it's not effective because video has shown year over year over year that it's extremely effective. But a lot of people have been hesitant to get into video because there's a lot of barriers. You don't want to get in front of the camera. You don't know how to work the equipment. It feels daunting. Like there's all these just mental roadblocks around video, but I'm solidly about two thirds, 60, it was 65, 66% of marketers are using video as a primary form of media within their strategy. 
And then next was blogs. So and that was uh, just over half. And then after that, it was infographics, case studies, interviews, ebooks, and, and then uh, there's a few others below that. But videos and blogs were the, the top two, and video being number one by a pretty healthy margin there. So this is a good wake up for you. If you're still not using video, it's time. It's time. You know, we've hit that, we've hit that tipping point where people have adopted it and they and they haven't adopted it just because, oh, it's video and it's new. It's because it's shown that it is extremely, extremely effective. All right. So let's move on. Um, we're going to jump into SEO. So the SEO piece, when they looked at that, they said, so we're up 5% uh, from the year prior. So the year prior, 64% of marketers invested in SEO. And now it's at 69%. So still increasing. I would guess that that number will continue to go up. And the survey around, around the question was, what are your company's tactics for SEO? Uh, number one was strategic keywords. And so that's the piece that ties back to that content strategy, which is a lot of times you see people just like writing blogs or write blogs, but you really want to do your keyword research and figure out what are the keywords that my audience is searching for and making sure who is my audience. I want to attract the right type of people, the right type of projects then what are they going to search for? And then I'm going to write content around those keywords. And that's how you actually take a more strategic approach to attracting better leads and better projects and not just more leads. Next on that list after strategic keywords was localization and then optimizing for mobile. And so those are all pieces of SEO and different components of SEO. And those were the the top three pieces that were listed in here. Uh, Next, we're going to move to email. And email frequency. I thought this was fascinating because uh, whenever I talk about email, most people are sending either a quarterly newsletter type of email or perhaps a monthly. A lot of people send less. It's either sporadic or or maybe once or twice a year for like holidays or something like that. But this survey was on average, how many emails do you send to customers per week? So the question was even framed around weekly, not monthly. And then it was almost 40% were in the zero to two emails per week. And then after that, it was three to five. And that was about a third of companies are sending three to five emails per week. And then uh, 15% were at six to eight and 15% were at more than eight. Just to be clear, I think all of those last three are overkill for our industry. Um, we're not in e-commerce. We're not doing deals. We're not, you know, trying to just sell stuff just to anybody and, and at a lower price point. So the zero to two emails per week is definitely what I would see and recommend even. I think once a month is the minimum. And I would love to see more and more companies sending either every other week. And as you build up your cadence around creating content, creating video, posting project photos, and you actually have more to share, I think you can build it up to, to weekly. But, uh, but monthly or twice monthly, I think, is, is the target for, um, for most everybody that's listening to this. All right, so let's move on to the next piece, which was around customer research. And this was, I think, powerful. And I think it's something that often gets overlooked, which is how are you doing customer research and are you surveying 
surveying customers. And so the question was, what are your company's tactics for collecting customer feedback? Number one was surveys, 70%. Emails was about 63%. Then it was in-app product surveys at about 47%. Phone calls at about 38%. And then using a net promoter score NPS at about 15%. And so I think a good question to ask is, one, am I doing regular customer feedback and getting getting, uh, feedback from my customers? And then how am I doing it? Surveys was the most common. That's probably the the easiest. And it's a great way to do uh, market research, you know, uh, one, to just get feedback on how you did, but also you can insert some questions in there that can help you identify how to improve your experience, but then also how to improve your marketing towards uh, more customers that you're trying to attract. So I thought that was just a good uh, general reminder on doing customer research and actually talking to uh, customers throughout the process and at the end of the process. The last piece that um, that I want to mention is that uh, there, was, there was a couple of high-level pieces around video in here, but they actually partnered up with uh, Wistia, who is a, a giant uh, video hosting platform, and Wistia does a state of video report. Um, and so what I'm actually going to do is uh, save that for another episode, and I'm going to do kind of a deep dive into video because we saw throughout this this, uh, report that video is a really, really big channel in terms of, uh, or I should say, form of media that is used in content strategy today. And there's going to be some nuance that I want to dive into. So I'm going to do that here in an upcoming episode soon. And then uh, just as a conclusion here to kind of wrap up the report, Again, this was like 45 pages. You can go download it if you're interested, but hopefully this gives you the, the bullet points uh, so you don't have to. Their conclusion was embrace embrace the marketing community as you set out to rethink what it means to be successful as a marketing team. Try new things, AI, VR, and fail, then learn. Talk to your customers and your social media audience. Send out more surveys and use more data. So they said, Marketing will become more human, more creative, more personalized, more social driven and experimental than ever before. And I think that last piece really resonates because I've always looked at marketing as part science, part art. And uh, the science part is all the data and everything that we can use to make decisions. But then the, the art is the creative piece, the angle, the testing, the trying new things. There's always new technology, new angles, new campaigns that you can be working on. And if you don't try those things, you'll you'll never uh, kind of unlock the new opportunity. So I think you need a blend of both. And that's always generally been a good, good approach that we've found over the years. All right, guys, that's what I got for you today. A nice recap of the state of marketing reports uh, that HubSpot puts out. Hopefully you found this valuable. I'm going to start inserting more just like news-related items as it pertains to the marketing industry and giving my commentary and feedback along with uh, along with all the other kind of lessons and typical stuff we talk about. So hope you're having a great day. Hope you enjoyed this one. And we'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.